Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Welcome back, everyone, to an episode of Talking Stuff on LettermanRow.com. I am your host, Jeremy Birmingham. Today is Sunday, October 27th. We are about, I don't know, 20 some hours, maybe 24. 24 again, as I told you the other night, I'm not really good at math. So uh, we're 24 hours or so after Ohio State's big 38 to 7 win over Wisconsin, a game that was certainly uh, rain soaked and i think that in some ways the rain uh, affected a little bit of the recruiting juice that could have come out of this weekend but the reality is that the kids who are on campus have been raving about the experience and ohio state uh, was able to put their best foot forward with a handful of top recruits in the class of 2021 and of course as we talked about on the wednesday night edition of talking stuff wednesday thursday i'm not real good at counting days either it was thursday uh, we did a preview visit a, a visitor preview before this Wisconsin game, and I told you then that I thought the biggest and most important visitor for the weekend was Jack Miller, the quarterback uh, commitment for Ohio State from Chaparral High School in Scottsdale, Arizona. Jack arrived on Saturday morning, bright and early, after winning a big game against Michigan commitment J.D. Johnson and Pinnacle High School out in Phoenix. And, uh, you know, Jack arrived as he always has and looked pretty comfortable seeing him on the sideline before the game. Uh, and then after the game, he looked like a kid who really felt like he was at home from talking to people around his family and uh, the Ohio State program on Sunday afternoon. I feel very comfortable saying that at this point, the Millers uh, who have 
done the right things over the last few months. So as all this talk about another quarterback has come up, they've said the right things. They haven't made other visits. I, the confidence from Ohio State is very high that no matter what happens with the quarterback position, no matter who is added to the class, and I do believe it's inevitable that someone else is going to be in this class at quarterback, no matter where they go at that position, they feel confident that Jack Miller is going to be a part of that future. And I, I really think that in some ways, because of the injuries that have sort of hampered Jack in the last year, people have forgotten how good this kid can be. He's six foot four, he's 210 pounds. He's not a speed burner by any stretch, but he can move quite well in the pocket and out of the pocket. Showed that on Friday night against Pinnacle with some, some key runs to, to move the chains and, uh, when it comes down to just dropping back and throwing the football, there are very few high school seniors in the country who are as good at doing that as Jack Miller is. Now, how that translates to Ohio State, I don't know. I mean, you know, a lot of things can happen between now and the first time he steps on the field as a freshman or a sophomore or whenever that happens. But what you need to know is that Jack is a player that Ohio State has believed could run their offense for the last two plus years uh and uh, they're happy to know that he's still planning on being there so that's kind of where we're at with jack miller uh expect hopefully no more drama around uh, that recruitment and not that he's put any of the drama out there himself but people love to talk and make assumptions when these kids are uh, put in positions that they I, that they would feel uncomfortable. And I don't know if it's because people just want to create a headline or whatever, but as I said, the Millers have consistently said the right things and done the right things in their recruitment, in their commitment. And uh, Ohio State and Jack Miller, the weekend came and went as expected and things are on solid footing there. So what we're going to do uh, in this episode is, is circle back to talk primarily about the three guys that I mentioned on the Thursday preview show, which was Emeka Abuka, the five-star receiver from Washington, uh, Will Shipley, the five-star running back from North Carolina, and Damon Payne. We'll start with Payne, the four-star defensive lineman from Belleville, Michigan, because he did not make the visit. Um, as of right now, I'm still not sure exactly why that didn't happen, but uh, he's been to Ohio State seven or eight different times, and the relationship there is very strong. And it's one of those things where whether it was the weather, it was the weather, or something else, I don't know. But uh, Ohio State uh, was expecting Damon Payne to show up on Saturday. He did not. The end. Uh, I'm sure he'll be back at some point in the near future. His interest in Ohio State is very, very high. Moving on, we're going to talk about first Emeka Abuka, the ninth ranked player in the country in the class of 2021. He's a six foot one, 200 pound wide receiver. And I'll tell you what, from March, when we saw Abuka on campus at Ohio State uh, for the first time, he visited for a junior day back in March to now uh, seeing him on Saturday. He looks like a player who has really gotten physically bigger. And I, I, I don't know if uh, you've ever seen a photo of Julian Fleming who is the country's top ranked 2020 receiver. Fleming is obviously a six foot three, 210 pound kid. And he's really well put together. Uh, Abuka is starting to get that sort of thickness to him. He, he looks a lot bigger than he did when I saw him in March. Uh, but aside from how he looked size-wise, the most important thing for Ohio State is how he looked comfort-wise. He made this trip with his mother, who also visited uh, in March. And I'll tell you what, when you see him on the sideline at Ohio State, he looks like a guy who believes uh, that he's at home there. He looks very comfortable talking to the coaches, very comfortable talking to other recruits. 
And a player that uh, is full of confidence, so it's not entirely surprising to see that he's comfortable anywhere. But I think when you're talking about a player potentially leaving home and going some 2,000-plus miles away, like Abuka, who's from Steelercombe, Washington, would have to do, uh, you have to feel pretty good knowing that he feels comfortable at Ohio State. The Ohio State side of things, the Buckeyes believe that they are as comfortable and is in a good of a relationship with Ibuka as anybody in the country. That includes Washington, Stanford, Clemson, Alabama, LSU, any USC, any of the other schools that are in his top 10. Talking to sources around the Ohio State program on Sunday, the feeling right now is that it's sort of a four-team race out of those 10, and that's Ohio State, Clemson, Washington, and Stanford. With Washington and Stanford, because of their proximity to home being the the better uh, bet, I guess, at this point, if you had to put money on anyone. But that's not to say that Ohio State doesn't feel confident that they can land Emeka Abuka because the relationship that he has with Brian Hartline is on a different plane than the relationship he has with anyone else. How does that play out long term? I guess we'll see. It does get harder and harder for kids as they get closer uh, to a decision to really consider going away from home. But what's important is that Ohio State has now seen him twice on his own dime in six months. And that that's something that you really can't, uh, you know, try to ignore the value of that. That's a huge commitment by Abuka to do that. It's a huge commitment by his family to pay for that. Um, both time and financially. So pay close attention to that one. He is, as I said on Thursday, absolutely unequivocally the top recruiting target at wide receiver for Ohio State in the class of 2021. He is the guy in that class that they uh, have highlighted, underlined, circled, whatever, as the, the main guy on that board. Moving away from Abuka, let's talk about Will Shipley, the running back from North Carolina. I think that his recruitment is going to be very interesting because I don't see that Shipley is a guy uh, who's going to be afraid to leave home. I, he's looking at Ohio State, Notre Dame, Clemson, all the big schools. He's a five-star running back, top-ranked all-purpose back in the country. He's a guy that wants to be used, as I mentioned the other day, as a Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel-type running back. And what he saw on Saturday was Ohio State really – using J.K. Dobbins and Master Teague in a way that he's not seen running backs be used anywhere else that he's been. And I think that that's a real plus for Ohio State. Plus, what you're looking at is a, is a four-pronged approach in his recruitment. You got Ryan Day involved. You have Tony Alford involved. You have Ryan Hartline involved and Kevin Wilson involved. And Ohio State may not be entirely sure yet. How do you put a guy like this into the offense? Where does he go? But what they do know across the board is that everyone likes him and everyone says this is the kid they want in their class. So uh, the first visit is always the most important visit for a recruit. It really sets the tone for the rest of the recruitment. And Ohio State absolutely knocked it out of the park with Will Shipley uh, on his visit. We are going to have more with Shipley coming up this week on Letterman Row, so make sure you check that out. Finally tonight, I want to make sure we mention Jordan Hancock, uh, a, f- a three-star defensive back from Suwanee, Georgia. Uh, he made the visit this week and was offered by Ohio State on his trip. He told me uh, leading up into the visit that an offer from Ohio State would be sort of a, a dream school scenario for him. A lot of kids say that. A lot of kids don't mean it. So I guess we'll see how that plays out. But he's a player that Ohio State has identified very early, despite the fact that he's a, a three-star and people want to dive into what all that means. But he's six foot one, 175 pounds. The Buckeyes really like what he brings uh, on the field. Physical cornerback prospect who can run. Uh, 
and that's a player I think you need to watch out for as a potentially a sleeper uh, emerging in this class because there is a real connection uh, between Ohio State and Hancock. And now that the Buckeyes have offered early, they put themselves right in the mix for a player down in Georgia. And it's important when you're dealing with prospects from that part of the country to make sure you offer early uh, so that you can get in and really build that relationship before the Georgias and Alabamas and LSUs and Clemsons of the world start to sniff around. So Ohio State, Always ahead of the curve in, in the Southeast when it comes to uh, evaluating talent. Uh, and now they've offered Jordan Hancock. So uh, check out him uh, and his film. I'll make sure I put that in the uh, description on, on YouTube. So that is going to be it for this episode of Talking Stuff on Letterman Row. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Uh, if you are watching or listening on, on a podcast uh, platform, please leave a review, rank, review. It's, not, it's a review, not a rank, right? Because, I mean, you can't rank us. But anyway, um, review, I guess, if you want to say something nice. If you're just going to be mean, just keep it to yourself. Because sometimes it's hard to just keep hearing from you people about my genes and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, that is that. So uh, thanks for listening. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.